All right, y'all, welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, me, myself, as always, Sanders here. Of course, my guy Dupree here with me. Yup. Yes, sir. What's going on? What's going on, man? Man, I'm, I'm I'm feeling good, man. You know what I'm saying? Into a new month. Yeah. October, yeah, which is crazy because now we about to be almost halfway through the month. <laughs> yeah. This is time flying, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna throw a disclaimer out here. I'm I'm watching I'm watching game game four of a Braves Philly. So yeah. just know if, if I if if you see me, my face light up or I get look a little sick I look a little sick just know that's that's what I'm that's what's going on over here oh, bro. that's right when when I go home oh yeah when yeah when I go home yeah. for the Braves man when I go home for the Braves man I had the craziest <laughs> thing happening to me today though so what I um I, I ordered the stuff for like post game meals and things like for for our travel and stuff and so I'm on the phone with him, though, talking to him. Getting in the car, I'm ready to leave. I got to working out. I'm getting in the car, sitting in the car, in the parking lot. Now, the parking lot where we park is right on the outfield wall for the baseball for the baseball stadium. So, I'm sitting there. I get off the phone to do it. I have my sunroof open. And as I'm getting ready to put the car in drive, something just comes and wham, hits my console. I'm like, oh, what the, what the hell? I look down, it's a baseball. The flew in, and I'm talking about smashed the console, Sanders. Smashed it. No, none of my buttons. Work. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of my buttons work, man. I'm talking about my volume don't work. The, the, not for the fan, for like the, the AC and the heat. To crank that up, that don't work. I was Bruh. talking about the vent, man. I was, I couldn't do nothing but sit. I was just like, you for real, like literally. If if the sunroof was closed, it would just hit the sunroof and it would smash it. But having it open, it is. I mean, it scared me because I mean, it right now, like if I had been leaning over, it hit me in the back of the head. Mm. Like, so I got to deal with that. But I won't be parking there anymore. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> But yeah, that's that that would happen at the end of you know at the end of of the day to day. So that was fun. That was fun. So I got to figure that part out. Outside that, man, I'm good. Breathing. We here. We got another episode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, got some good so. topics to talk about. But yeah, I had I had to I had to tell you about that. That was that was wild. That, that was is, wild. That is extremely wild. <laughs> Golly, that man Sahin and all that camera he. I mean, he for real riding on mute. Man, I'm talking about it. It literally went like when I found him. You know, I looked down. The baseball was sitting by my foot by the gas pedal, bro. It was just sitting there. It's still in the car. I love it in the car. It's souvenir now. Uh, I got to keep it for sure. I yeah, it's definitely it. a souvenir. I got to keep it. I got to keep it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a souvenir for sure. We got it. Cause if you was told that story without it, I don't feel like nobody would believe you, bro. No, <laughs> I don't feel like nobody would believe no. you. Like nah, it was, it was just busted, nah, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like man, it trust ain't me. to you, bro. Trust, trust me. That, he gonna come up. I got it. Right I got here. it right here. It's, it's gonna stay in the car too. It ain't going nowhere. It's gonna stay right man. there in the car. 
Yeah, bro. I'm telling you, that's wild. Man, yeah, like you said, we do, man. We got a good episode on tap. Um, a lot to to discuss and talk about, man. Like you said, uh, postseason baseball is underway. It's, it's going through. We already got the ALCS um, matchup together. It's going to be a mm-hmm. all Texas battle. Texas Rangers, Houston Astros. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly, the Arizona Diamondbacks sweeps. I mean, get rid of. I'm talking about brought the broom out on the on the LA Dodgers, man. And Diamondbacks into the championship series now, and they're just waiting on you know obviously the winners, uh, the winner of you know that Atlanta Braves, Philadelphia Phillies series. Of course, Atlanta's trying to make sure they tied up two two so we can get a, an important win. We're gonna take our game five, and of course Philly. For was it the second straight year they're trying to do it, trying to defeat uh, second straight uh, year, yeah, yeah so to, yeah. I mean, it's just a lot on the line for sure, a lot on yeah. the line, <laughs> a lot on the line. But that, I mean, that's what's going on over in, in the world of baseball. Um, the NBA is going through uh, preseason. Same thing for mm-hmm. no NHL is actually they've opened the season up. They opened up their season this past Tuesday, um, so they about to get the get everything rolling there. Uh, Game two of the WNBA Finals was yesterday. Base uh, mm-hmm. is up 2-0 now, so they one win away from a championship themselves. They're going back-to-back. Uh, man, just a, a, a lot going on. And of course, man, we, what, week six now into the NFL? Is it we yep. week six? Yeah, week six of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> college football is pretty much past the halfway point now, so uh, they rolling along. It's just pretty much the rest of this month and, and, and November here to determine, you know, these spots and mm-hmm. rankings and, you know, the but here before you know it, the college football playoff rankings will start coming out and everything. So yeah. it's, uh, man, a, a bunch of big games this weekend for sure. So oh yeah. Oh yeah. A yeah. lot of, a lot on tap, man. And, you know, so like always, we're going to, we're going to always get started with the league uh, in the NFL. Like I said, week six, um, as it's, it's going along and, um, quiet is kept. You know, there's been a lot of movement going on with players, man, with trades mm-hmm. and everything like that. Um, the trade deadline is, is is about two weeks away, roughly a little over two weeks. So I think uh, Halloween, October 31st, is the is the deadline. So not a lot of uh, of big names so far that's been moved. Kind of like last year, you know. Obviously, you know there was like Christian McCaffrey, Bradley mm-hmm. Chubb. Um, Calvin Ridley, you know, just to yeah. name a few as far as like those those big names who got traded. Um, you know, so far, like I said, not necessarily big names, but trades that you gotta look into that's been happening. Like uh, I think Cam Akers um was traded, uh Chase Claypool traded again. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> JC Jackson traded uh from the Chargers going back to the Patriots. Um and then recently, just as I think it was yesterday, no Tuesday, right? Yeah, Tuesday. Um, the the Rams throw out the rumor that hey, they looking to trade Van Jefferson. I mean, no more than maybe like an hour or two later, boom, he's traded to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that. Real quick about that one, since you know we this is this is this is Falcons yeah. Nation here. How do you feel about that trade? Me, me, me personally, I don't hate it at all. I actually mm-hmm. kind of like it. I feel like it was, it was low risk, high reward, possibly just because it's not like 
is is Van Jefferson a a, a wide receiver number one? Of course not. But mm-hmm. you've seen him have moments and flashes in L.A. Uh, where he, you know, had a rapport with Matt Stafford. Uh, yep. Obviously, blazing speed can can go get the football, can catch, you know, just about any football that you can throw his way if it's there. Um, and only what gave up, I think, what the seventh from uh, next year. I think it was a seventh seven, round pick, seven yeah, something like year, that. And then you know, getting. Getting that, so I mean, and let's just be honest. Of, of course, the wide receiver dip down here is just not—it's not the best as far as like mm-hmm. somebody who can possibly take the top off the defense. I mean, we got big bodies, but yeah. nobody we had was really just have has the speed that Van Jefferson has. Yeah. My only thing that I am concerned about is will he be used? Once he gets acclimated with the offense, like I'm not looking for him to come out obviously this week and have like a game or whatever, but mm-hmm. three, four weeks down the road, like will he be getting used? Because I that's the only problem that I would have with it. It's just because Art Art is already struggling enough to use the people that he got now. So now that we got this, we got this other weapon here. Which is somebody who can for real take the top off the defense with their speed. Probably, you know, I don't can't think of everybody's forty time, but probably now the fastest wide receiver that we may have in the in the room. You know, yeah, maybe outside of like Scotty Miller, maybe Scottie I yeah, maybe outside of Scotty. <clears throat> yeah, I, I feel the same way. That's literally when when I saw it, my first thought was, "Are we going to throw him the ball?" Because you mentioned you mentioned him being able to stretch the defense. Well, Scotty Miller can do the same. Scotty Miller can run like. You see what he did in Tampa Bay. We know he was down in Tampa with Tom Brady, so we've seen it. Scotty Miller can go. So um, that's my biggest concern. I have no problem with adding Vance because I think he can, like you said, I think he can take the top off the defense. I think he can run some of those short to inter- intermediate routes kind of in that middle of the field, take some of that off. He could be in the slot. Like I think he could do some of that stuff. But once again, are we going to use him? That's my That's my thing. Are we going to use him? We, I mean, Desmond looked good on Sunday. We actually opened up the playbook and let him throw the ball. All right, let him throw the football. So if the offense is going to stay looking like that, I have no issue. But we just traded for him and we're not going to use him. Or, you know, I don't know what the end goal is. Are we, did we grab him to make another move or are we grabbing him so he can be in Atlanta? If he's going to be in Atlanta, let's use him. I think we can use, like you mentioned, another weapon in that receiver room that's not very, very deep. And he definitely would be a different style, a different type of receiver in that room. Cause we got a bunch of big bodies just between Drake and Mac and, um, and Kyle Pitts, just name all those dudes, six, four, right. <laughs> all those dudes, six, four, six, five. Like he'd be a, a, a change of pace type of guy, but will we use him? Will we use him? So that's how I feel about that. Yeah, that's that's my own thing about that. But you know, obviously, uh, that's what's going on with the guys who have been traded, and then there's been names, obviously, different guys who could possibly you know get traded. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the biggest name that's been going out for probably ever since they went zero and three was Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. Yep. Um, there's so many different rumors saying that maybe. You know the the one of the main people who which could go get him could be the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, I even heard a little bit of 
Atlanta. I don't I don't want to I don't want to see that. I'm good. Uh <laughs> I'm good. Maybe the Jets, but as far as Atlanta, I'm good, you know what I'm saying? So there there's that um I'm maybe even a possibility of of you know Matthew Stafford, uh Daniel Hunter. I mean it's it's, it's a yeah. lot of names that's getting thrown out I there. Like, Derek Henry. That's one. Now that's one. Daniel Hunter. Now that's <laughs> one. I'm like, oh, you right? Atlanta. Okay, that, that one. I'm like, all right. What you Terry? What you trying to do? What you trying? Yeah, what you trying to do? You know what I'm saying? But you know, I don't know, man. Who like who else do you see? You know, possibly out, out on that radar that you would maybe like to see get traded or could end up getting traded. Well, I've seen some different names. I've seen Derrick Henry. I've seen Devontae Adams. Obviously, I've seen the Kirk Cousins. I've seen Ryan Tannehill. The one that most intrigues me is the Kirk Cousins one. Do I think it's going to happen? No, but him going to the Jets, you're talking about the Jets trying to find a way to get their season back on track. Is Kirk Cousins, is he a Band-Aid or is he – or is he going to fix the problem permanently? That would be the question because the Vikings have paid him. If you trade for him, you got to take on that. You got to take on that contract with that. And you got Aaron Rodgers trying to do the impossible. But even regardless, if he doesn't come back this year, speaking of Rodgers, he's talking about he wants to play next year. So do you go out and trade for a Kirk Cousins when it's like, okay, I know Aaron Rodgers said he wants to come back. But does he come back the same? Like you, you know, there's there's a whole lot of variables. Um, that's one that intrigues me. Derrick Henry intrigues me. I saw I saw um, potential suitors for him. One being Cleveland. That kind of that's interesting. Him going up there to Cleveland with that defense with Deshaun Watson. Like that's that would be a that'd be a tough that'd be a tough trade. Like Cleveland would be would be tough be tough to be if you add Derrick Henry, especially with the loss of Nick Chubb. You're talking about having one premier running back and going and getting another one <laughs> and going to get another one. Like who who's gonna turn down six three, two forty at your running back position? Um especially in a guy like like Derrick Henry. So those are the ones that have, have intrigued me the Chase Claypool thing. I can't remember where he got traded to. Um from 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 Miami, uh, from, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's Miami. Miami, yeah, yeah. Miami. Okay, I, I mean, I was never a big. I mean, he had that that one big year in in Pittsburgh, and everybody was whatever. I was, I, I think he was all that. But regardless, um, there there are going to be more things to happen. There's going to be more trades. Obviously, like you said, two weeks out, a little over two weeks out. So there's going to be some trades that happen that we're not going to expect. Um, but the one, those two, the Kirk Cousins, potential Kirk Cousins and potential um, Derrick Henry, those are the two. Devonta Adams, I don't think that's going to happen. Ryan Tannehill, I don't know if that's going to happen. Either. I just think Tennessee, they're stuck in what they're stuck in. They 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 keep trying to go back to that well and have not found an answer. They drafted Malik Willis and that didn't work. They try they try to bring in other quarterbacks and that didn't work. Tannehill keep beating them out and they just keep sticking with him. So right now, look, they stuck with Tannehill. Um, so I don't know. That that window has passed for the Titans. But you knew that. I didn't have to say that. 
Yeah, for sure. But those two, Derrick Henry and Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, excuse me, those are the two that piqued my interest a little bit. Man, I'm I'm just now kind of really you now bringing my attention to it about Derrick Henry. I didn't know. I mean, I. I Earlier in the summer, like yeah. I kind of heard it, but like I didn't know like there was actual maybe suitors that's looking. Maybe for yeah, because like you said, Cleveland. If it's that's that's, that's tough. I mean, you think about the about Ravens? Of, maybe the Ravens. I mean, yeah, you talking about one of the, with Cleveland, man? You talking about one of the? Let's be real, they got one of the better offensive lines, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to running the football. Um the, the the weapons that they already have there with the David and Joku, Amari Cooper, and mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson back there, and like you said, that defense. I mean, psh, man, that'll that'll be crazy. Yeah, uh, man, I, I would say this though, because I think this one, his name just kind of popped up a little bit today as well. Um, Jerry Judy out in Denver, actually. I don't know hmm. if he's playing or not, playing tonight right now or not, but. I I kind of saw his name a little bit coming up there okay. too, man, going in the trade rumors, and unfortunately, yeah, it really hasn't worked for him right there in Denver. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I think it is time for maybe him just to have a fresh start uh, and everything like that. And I agree with you with Kirk Cousins. It's it's the it's the biggest name out there. Yes, will it happen? I don't think so. I I mm-hmm. think he's staying put just because kind of like how you say. Tennessee is stuck in their situation. I feel like Minnesota is too. And I just don't know where he could go and they could get, you know, some actual value back in return. And if it's the right fit for him. And because obviously he needs to go to a team that's, that has some weapons and that's literally Mm -hmm. probably just a quarterback away. Well, in all honesty, the only team that kind of remotely is close to that is the Jets. But yep. like you said, the problem with that is is just the fact that Aaron Rodgers is already saying that, well, one, that he's trying to come back and want to play sometime by the end of the year this year. I don't see that happening, but yeah. he's already saying that he wants to come back and play next season. So, you know, they invested so much and went all in for Aaron Rodgers. Why would you come and bring Kirk Cousins just to pretty much mm-hmm. rent for a half a season. I mean, if, you, if that's the route you want to go, you might as well sign somebody off the street like a, a Carson Wentz or something like that. You know what I mean? If that's just the route you want to go just to get you in for this season and everything like that. But I don't know, man. I I, I can't really put my finger on where to see about Kirk Cousins to where he could go just because I don't know about just, just the value of it and yeah. what's out there for him to where you can say, oh, that's a good landing spot. I mean, every, like, because I just feel like nobody else has that, really has that problem outside of the Jets, but Rodgers is there. So what do you do in that situation? Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, Jerry Judy, um, that's that's the name I've been hearing. I Honestly, I would like for Devontae Adams to get traded. I just don't think it'll happen. Yeah. I saw potential suitor. One of the teams I saw was the Ravens, but – they got all them receivers over there, man. I mean, now you just now you just stockpiling. I mean, I know Odell's been in and out and stuff, and, and it's just like, yeah, let's 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 move on. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They would need to. Oh, oh, we got some, we got some breaking news. What's going on, Dupree? Austin Riley home run. Okay, there we go. <laughs> One old Braves, baby. All right. All right, we in another episode. 
Where are we at? It's the fourth? The top of the fourth. Fourth? Okay. Figured it bounced off the top of the wall, man. Nice, nice. Bounced off the top of the wall and went over. Here we go. All right, cool. Yeah, For so. Sure. Um, yeah, I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think, uh, I think, obviously, rumors are rumors that some of these teams are just some of these, you know, rumors are rumors. Some of these teams, are, you know, whatever. I did hear, and, you know, whatever. You got, like, someone mentioned Justin Fields to Atlanta. Like, you know, people just, you know, throw stuff, you know, just throwing stuff yeah. out, just kind well, of whatever. That, so. that, that one's been going on for about three weeks now. So, yeah, yeah. that one, I – that's another one that I don't, I've been ignoring yeah. that one. That one, I just been like looking at my phone. I'm like, yeah, okay, just keep whatever. scrolling, yeah, whatever, exactly. dude. Because I'm like, yeah, I see what y'all trying to do, but it's just like at the same time, this only got hyphenated like that after the past two weeks before mm-hmm. this week, where it was just like, oh, look what's going on, and it's just like, mm, you know, I don't, I don't think so. I would rather, I would rather see us go after. And a, a pass rusher. Okay. Then somebody offensively now. I mean, like I said, I'm I don't I don't hate. I'm not mad at the Van Jefferson trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanna if since we made this trade, I just need to see him involved. Once he gets acclimated <laughs> with I'm not and like I said, I ain't trying to look for it right now because I know he just got there and it is what yeah. it is. But at week what is this? We on six week eight, week yeah. nine after after the bye week. Yeah, let's you know what I'm saying. Like if 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 I'm not seeing, if I'm just seeing a whole bunch of still some more checkdowns and uh, not enough targets is going around to this guy. And granted, I'm not saying to give him you know six seven targets. I mean you know give him four four to five targets. Let's see if we can get mm-hmm. three or four grabs, you know what I'm saying? And and just kind of relieve their pressure to where it can't necessarily be run, 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 screen to Bijan, mm-hmm. uh two crosses with just Drake and Kyle. You know what I'm saying? Like Yes. Let's elaborate. Let's get, let's get creative. Yeah, let's get creative. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's get creative now. But <clears throat> you know, I don't know. But like you said, Two weeks away, it's just rumors right now. Mm-hmm. Only ones you can really talk about is what's being confirmed <laughs> and yeah. everything like that. So, who knows? Somebody may get moved that we ain't even thinking about right now. And then everybody who we think that may get traded probably gonna might end up staying put. So, <clears throat> that's, that's just the way it is sometimes with these trades, man. You just never know. But, like you said, going on week six, uh, that's... Kicking off right now with the yep. uh, Chiefs and the Broncos. I think last time I saw the score, it was 3 nothing. It still is 3 nothing. Um Still kind of midway or a little under past the first quarter. So, a little slow. As always, yep. Thursday night game, is sometimes it gets yeah. a little slow and everything like that. But, um Quite a few good games on tap, man. You know that's that's going on, and we're gonna go right into the pickums. Uh, did we? Let me see. I can't remember how we did last week. So last week we had. So last week we had Ravens, Steelers, Chiefs, Vikings, and Cowboys, 49ers. I know we both did before. So we so we went two and one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we went two and one. Thanks, yep. Baltimore. 
Yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate that. Cause we both picked the Chiefs. We yeah, we picked yeah, we Ravens, Chiefs, 49ers, and Baltimore. Yeah. Appreciate that. Eli, when you watching this, we <laughs> we appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? So you about to get some started, man. <laughs> it is what it is, bro. It is what it is. About to get some started, man. We here now. <laughs> you right. You right. Because this, this, this ain't gonna be the first nor the last time you probably mention that, man. Either so. No, no. And granted, his team is up again on this week's pickle. Yep. Yep. So. Man, first game we got on tap, we we gonna go across the pond, man, over into is it are they in London or Germany this Germany? Damn, this time? London again. Okay, this is London. Get back again. in London. All yeah. right, so man, if you're up early, you wanna get a chance to watch it. We got man, two teams that's kind of just very up and down, very inconsistent mm-hmm. right now. We got uh the Baltimore Ravens um going over against uh the the Tennessee Titans. Um this is technically a home – well, it's not a home game, but the Titans are deemed a home team. Yeah. Um, They haven't technically lost at home, but they're 0-3 on the road. So, yeah, this is going to be a, a neutral site. So, you know, who knows? And the Ravens, oh, my goodness, the wide receivers, you would have thought somebody put – butter man. all over their gloves and hands, man. So many man. passes last week. They probably could have – that game shouldn't have been that close. It probably they mm-hmm. probably could have iced that away, and we might have been talking about Matt Canada being fired or something like that. You Man. know what I mean, or something. But it is what it is. That but. still probably need to happen, but neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But man, it, it's a big game right here. Really, when you think about it, as far as like you know, conference standards, man, it's a conference matchup. This could those tiebreakers start coming into play here. Mm-hmm. Get later on to the season, man. Who you got for this one between the Ravens and the Titans? Which is this is a this is a very underrated rivalry, a little bit. You know, what I'm saying? yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, nobody really talks about the, you know this rivalry as much as far as like you know this this uh this era of football. They've had a, mm-hmm. they've had a lot of back and forth for real, for real. So, uh, who you, who you think got this one? Yeah, like you said, this is a this is a rivalry. This is a rivalry, and and I didn't know really know about it until a couple of years ago when they played in Tennessee in that playoff game. How much of a rivalry it was, and how far it dates back as far as going back with Eddie George and Ray Lewis, like those teams going back and forth, colliding in the playoffs in the regular season. So um, this is going to be a tough, physical, hard nosed game. Um, both teams are giving up less than a hundred yards on the ground. Both teams love to run the football. Obviously, Derrick Henry. You got Lamar Jackson and, the, and those running backs with Baltimore. I think the the question is going to be: Can the receivers help Lamar Jackson? If 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 those receivers catch some of those passes, if Nelson Aguilar catches that pass as a touchdown, some of those are are drop touchdowns. So Lamar didn't have statistically didn't have a great game, but. They dropped eight passes. They dropped eight passes this past Sunday. If they can, if they can help out Lamar, I think they'll get it done. I think they will get it done. I think the receivers will play better. Um, I just think that I trust Baltimore more than I trust the Titans. I trust Lamar Jackson more than I trust Ryan Tannehill. 
Um, they are missing some key pieces as far as they got uh, missing the safety and the linebacker. Baltimore is um, both those guys. Well, they're questionable, unquestionable to play. So you never know. You don't know what they're going to. They'll probably be game time decisions. Um, but I'm going to go with Baltimore. The last time they were in London, they did not go their way. I think they bounced back and get the dub. Yeah, I, I'm going with Baltimore as well. The reason why I'm going to go with them is kind of more so the off the field slash pre, pre-game stuff. So, mm. for example, last week with the Jaguars and the Bills, right? Well, the thing mm. was, obviously, Jacksonville had was there the week before playing Atlanta. So, they just stayed their whole week uh, in London. So, they, you know, they got accustomed, accustomed to the time change and everything mm. like that. Buffalo, I think, didn't get into either like Thursday or Friday of that week. So the jet lag, getting the, the you know, getting used to the time and everything like that. And I think you saw that for the most part of like the first half or so, so, yeah. so like that. Baltimore got into London, I believe, either on Monday or Tuesday. I think the Titans are getting in tonight. Okay. I'm, I mean, not saying that's that works for. Not saying that works yeah. for every game and every team, but I mean the you know pretty much spending five six days compared to three or four, yeah. You know, getting getting used to the time and getting getting that jet lag out and all mm-hmm. the, you know maybe the sightseeing and the, you know the, the the sipping the tea or whatever that you may yeah. you know do and everything <laughs> like that. Like I think that that to me that does kind of play a, a little factor and. Like I said, you saw it last week with Jacksonville and Buffalo, how Jacksonville just looked a whole lot faster yeah. than Buffalo, especially that first half. They just looked a whole lot faster. Like It was almost like Buffalo was still trying to get the, the sleepies out their eyes, man. Mm-hmm. Sure. So um, that's part of it. But then I do think, like you said, I do think that um, the wide receivers will bounce back. They know pretty much mm-hmm. they cost – they cost the game. You know what I'm saying? It was, the, yeah. it was it's their it's their fault. You know what I'm saying? And they 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 gotta bounce back like that. And I just think, you know, that they, they, they'll be ready. Um the with the Titans, I just I don't know, man. I can't put my finger on it on why yeah. they just can't get, you know, stuff done. But I, I'm I'm gonna roll with Baltimore too. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Baltimore. Hopefully they don't they don't let us down. <laughs> Yeah, this time, <laughs> and, and they go ahead and get the dub, man. Um, next game on tap, I think it's a it's a for me a very surprising game because looking at yes. it, you know, probably back then you would be like, yeah, whatever. But now when you look at it, it's like this is one of the one of the better games of the week this week too, man. We got the four and one Detroit Lions going up against mm-hmm. the three and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so. Um, I'm not going to lie. I thought Tampa Bay was going to be terrible this year. I thought they were going to be terrible. Yep. But, you know, so far so good, man. They've they've had a heck of a season. And obviously, you know, this was your surprise team in the Detroit Lions who, you know, caught mm-hmm. your eyes. It's how fast of a start they gotten off. Um, a over An overtime game away from probably being undefeated. So, yep. um, it's going to be – I think it's an interesting matchup down there in Tampa Bay. Um, who you got in this one? This is definitely surprising. Definitely didn't think these two teams, especially Tampa Bay, you had, once again, like we talked about last week, a lot of higher expectations for the Detroit Lions. Tampa Bay, 
I think for the most part, everybody thought they were going to be trash. The division hasn't been good, and they were going to be one of the teams that was going to be pretty good. And now they're three on one, had a bye week last week. Um, so they're coming off being rested. I'm going to go with Detroit. Detroit's favored by three points. I think this is going to be a close game. I can see it being around a one-score game, three to six points, whatever that might be. I'm going to take Detroit because of the run game and because of the defense. Now, they, um, obviously, that injury in the secondary hurts um, for for Detroit. Um, they got to find somebody to be able to, to uh, step up in that role, but I cannot – I cannot remember. Uh, CJ CJ Gardner Johnson. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's going to be a, a that's a tough loss. Maybe Brian Branch gets some more uh, run with him being out. And he's looked good so far in his rookie season as well. Um, but I'm I'm gonna go with Detroit because I think one I think Detroit's the better team. I think they'll be able to run the football. That defense is I mean Aiden Hutchinson. I mean that play he made last weekend. <laughs> the play he made last weekend was insane. Um, and also, too, uh, Falcons need Tampa Bay to lose. So, for all those reasons, <laughs> going with Detroit. <laughs> going with Detroit. I mean, in all honesty, I just, why would I even want to pick Tampa Bay? I'm just, yeah. you know, just. Nah, <laughs> I, I, I feel that. I mean, it's like being petty. But, no, nah, no, nah, but, nah, but on a serious tip, though, I, I do think um, Detroit. We end up getting it done. I mean, now interesting to see what happens with Sam Laporta. I think he's still listed as questionable right now. Okay. Um, to to go, uh, but I mean, and I think uh, Jameer Gibbs is on the injury report as well. But I mean, it's not like they're really using him that much like they we thought they would. But yeah, I mean, David David Montgomery is is is, is he toting the business. pill, man? Yeah, yeah he's he toting business, it. man. Um, Jared Goff is is you know. Underrated right now, he's he's flying under that radar. You know, what I'm saying nobody's really never mentioning him like in that es- upper echelon of quarterbacks. Um, and you know that's everybody's entitled to their opinion with that. But mm-hmm. a very very solid solid quarterback, man. I think you know he's one of the he's one of the few here in in recent years as far as number one pick quarterbacks that. At least you know has stayed the course. Huh? You know, at yeah. the point where you know he has he's had to be replaced or been benched or anything like that, and all that good stuff, man. So, um, I just I just think uh, it's just a, a physicality about Detroit that they'll bring down there, will sit up there and 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 match what the Bucks have going on. Um, don't know what's the situation with Mike Evans. I think he is questionable as well. Now, granted, I know they're coming off the bye week, so extra time to wait, extra time to rest. So they might have, might have just been keeping them on there just to kind of, yeah. you know, little mind games or whatever. But yeah, I'm gonna roll with uh, the the Lions as well. I think they get it done, man. Mm-hmm. Um, then the final game we got on tap for the NFL, um, big Monday night game. Um, yeah, in, in prime time again, man. Two teams who just. I feel like sometimes they can be like the Spider-Man mean. They just, they can be like cuz they just they get themselves yeah. in their own way, bro. They get themselves in yeah. their own way, injuries and everything like that. It's just mm-hmm. a lot, man. But uh we got we got the Cowboys traveling out to California, man, to LA to play the Chargers in SoFi Stadium Monday night. Uh apparently there's going to be no restrictions on on Justin Herbert with his uh finger injury that he had and everything okay. like that, which I think they're coming off the bye week themselves, so they they had a bye week too. If I'm not mistaken. 
Um, and obviously, we saw what happened <laughs> last Sunday with <laughs> with the Cowboys. It, it yeah. got ugly quick. Um, who who you got in this one? Man, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. When you when you said the Spider Man meme. I mean, there there have been many a times I have picked the Chargers on this show because I I mean I like Justin Herbert. I I think Keenan Allen is the best route runner in the NFL. I like um, their receiver core, not just with him, but you got uh, Mike Williams on the other side. Now you have uh, Johnston, the the rookie from TCU. You got Austin Eckler. You got that defense, like Derwin James. Now, now you JC Jackson is gone now, but you got a defense that should be that should be pretty solid. Um, obviously, their coach is supposed to be a defensive minded coach. As Yet to be seen, but um, I like the Chargers a lot, and I wanted to see them in the playoffs and be able to make a run, and they just have, like you said, gotten in their own way. And the Cowboys, obviously, coming off of a shellacking of there in San Francisco, Santa Clara to be exact, um, coming off of that one last last week, that's rough. Um, that's rough. How How does Dallas respond? How do they respond? You would, you, some would say that Dallas should come out and really take control and win this football game because of that defense. They should come out and win this football game. But does the loss plus all the extra chatter that's been going on with Michael Parsons and George Kittle and Debo, this has all that had an effect as well on the Cowboys? Are they not looking? Or are they not focused on the Chargers? Are they paying too much attention to the 49ers who they already played and have already lost to last week? Or are they mentally locked in? I I would assume that they are. But a lot of chatter has been going on between those two teams. So you question kind of the focus where where Dallas' focus is. I'm a, uh, it's a tough it's one. Tough. It's I'm, tough. I'm gonna go. I'm a, I'm gonna go with the Chargers. I'm going the Chargers. I think Dallas' defense plays better. I think Dallas' defense for sure plays better. I think that. The Chargers offense is going to test their defense because they have they have a lot of weapons kind of similar, kind of similar to the 49ers. Now it's not the same type of offense, not the same style of offense, but Austin Eckler is no slouch. Obviously, Ken Allen, Mike Williams, Johnston, like they have pieces, they have a lot of weapons on offense, and they can attack you in a lot of different ways. If Justin Herbert's finger is not a hindrance. I think that they can put pressure on Dallas's offense to produce. So I'm gonna go with the Chargers at home. And I honestly, I want to go Cowboys just because the the Chargers' pass defense is so terrible. Yeah, they 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 nearly giving up three thirty in the air, but. It's just so weird seeing how from last year when 
Dak was like literally like Dak was tossing the ball around yeah. and like now it seems like he just turned into just this it's just being quick game check downs and it ain't there and he looks like a what, game manager yeah and it's just like they tried to sit up here and put all this blame on Kellen Moore and now when you look at them the way which by the way who's the offensive coordinator now yep. with the Chargers Kellen Moore. So, you know, it's an interesting game to say the least. So, I I want to go with the Cowboys just because I feel like they they're capable enough to bounce back. I know that they'll try to put their focus on on Austin Eckler because he's coming back, um, and everything like that. But the the way that Mike McCarthy is calling these plays, where I just I have no confidence in them. Like. Mm-hmm. I want to say that they get it done, but I have no confidence in them. So, reluctantly, just because I don't have the confidence in them to make that pick, I'm going with the Chargers as well. I just – You already know it. Something's I know. Cool. I know. I mean, I, you know, I don't know, man. It's just just because, obviously, them getting Eckler back. Now, who I do want to see step up is Quentin Johnston. Um, yeah, I, I I need him to kind of step up a bit. I yeah, mean, he yeah. hasn't had he hasn't had much production here going on, especially now since there's no Mike Williams. It's just don't get me wrong, Keenan Allen is capable enough to do it all by himself. He is. He's a dog. He is, but it's just the fact that man, they they went to go get you in the first round when there's other wide receivers that's producing. That's from later rounds is outproducing him. And who's the who's the other? Who's that first wide receiver that was taken before him? Um Zay Flowers. Was it Zay Flowers? Zay Flowers Man. Baltimore. You know, he's yeah. up and down. So it's just kind of like yeah. I don't know. Kind of get I him think, going. I, I think that was I think that pick with Quentin Johnston. I just couldn't remember his first name. I knew Johnston. Um Obviously, I mean, a first-round pick, you expect him to come in and play right now. Obviously, getting used to the speed, getting used to the offense, all those type of things. But also, I think it's also brought him in to to learn, maybe get some learning and stuff behind Mike Williams, behind Keenan Allen. Now, they brought him in. He's the same style of receiver as far as size-wise. And Mike Williams has dealt with, has dealt with those injuries. So, it's all right, we bring you in here because we think you can come in and, and do some stuff. And if – Mike Williams does go down. We got another guy. We obviously they like bigger receivers, so you got another guy who can go out there who can run. I mean, he he's he probably if not the fastest on there. I don't know all the receivers on this squad, but between those three, he's the fastest, no doubt. Yeah, he's the fastest, no doubt. Probably has the best wiggle as far as your, after the catch. All 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 three of those guys as well. So um, this would be a week for sure where he could step up and. And, and make some things happen, make some plays. Up, update yeah. real quick. It's uh, it's it's Trey Turner just hit a home run, so it's two to one. It's two to one Phillies. It's bottom of the fifth. Bottom of the fifth, two to one Phillies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We on we on pins and needles, man. We on pins and needles. I'm cool, man. I'm cool right I now. Feel I'm it. Cool. I feel it. I feel it's it. It's one run. It's one run. Down by For one. Sure. For sure. Man, so yes, that's that's what's going on in the league, man. Can't wait. It's gonna be a lot of a lot of fun games on tap for sure. Um, being locked in this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then, man, for college football, same thing, man. A lot of a lot of fun games on tap, a lot of interesting games on tap. Um not too many, not too many ranked teams playing each other, but there's a mm-hmm. lot of big games on, on there, man. So once again, this has the potential of uh of seeing some upsets here. Which uh you called out your you called out your people. We had some close ones, man. We got some close ones. Alabama was on the ropes. Alabama was man. on the ropes for a little bit. Yeah. Uh well you called it, you called it with, with, with uh with, with Texas, man. You called it with them, so you know. Yeah. We Yeah. They I mean that was a good game. That was, was a good game. It was yeah, but got that one right. Got that upset <laughs> pick right. So we'll take it, baby. For sure. Man, who you um who you got on upset alert this week? Not a lot of options, man. It's not a lot of options. Um, obviously, there's one that will pick this game later, so I don't want to I don't want to steal the thunder. Um, but obviously, you have the Washington Oregon game. I don't think whoever wins that would be so much of an upset. Um, in my opinion, I don't think there's there's too much of an upset in that one. I think the team that Definitely could be on upset alert is Duke. Duke is playing at home, but NC State is coming to town. Um, obviously, the injury to Riley Leonard does not help. I don't I don't even know what his status is. I don't know what the injury is, but it didn't look good a couple weeks ago versus Notre Dame. Um, but NC State coming in 4-2, and two, riding high. Got a Duke squad that's been, obviously, been playing better. They've been in the national spotlight. With that Notre Dame game, they're five uh, four and one right now. Excuse me, ranked number seventeen in the nation. With the quarterback situation, is Riley is Riley Leonard going to play? And let me let me let me check. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure yeah. on the status of that neither. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So I don't, I don't know, know if he's going to be on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what 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 that looks like. Um, NC State made a change of quarterback, and that's kind of sparked. Their team and that offense, and they've gotten rolling. Um, Eight o'clock kickoff, so that that that'll be a fun one. I'm, I'm gonna put NC, excuse me, I'm gonna put Duke on upset alert versus NC State. That's about the only one that I have um, this week. I got I got one. It's just I. Ha- I don't want to say I hate it, but it's so funny. I just keep going back to this conference, man. But it can literally happen week to week out there. Yeah, it's the, it's the Pac-12. Um, it's a ranked matchup, and it's not the one that you think. Far as with mm-hmm. Oregon, and I was going to go Washington. there. Yeah. That's the that's the obviously that's the biggest one. But then that next ranked matchup, you got you got UCLA and Oregon State. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Oregon State is favorite. I think it's like two two and a half. So it's 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 close, maybe three and a half. Actually, it's close, man. But it's funny when you think about UCLA and the fact that you got Chip Kelly there as the coach. You would think, you know, this is a you know offensive juggernaut. They're doing this, they're doing this, and everything like that. But they got one of the nation's best defense out here right now. Out oh, there stopping people. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just got done. They just got done with that upset last week against Washington State, which I think. That was one we either we had on tap or we might have talked. I know we talked about it a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. um, and everything like that to watch out for. So that's that, man. I mean, Oregon State kind of is rolling along. So is UCLA. So this is a team. These are the teams here that's right there in the thick of it in, in conference play to where, you know, they're waiting and watching. They see like, okay, 
Oregon and Wisconsin, or not Wisconsin, Oregon and Washington is about to play each other. So they're about to mm-hmm. possibly knock each other out. Yep. Uh, you know, I don't know if Oregon State has to play USC, but I know UCLA will. So, you know, I know they're probably sitting with there watching when is their time going to come to play to play USC. And then obviously, you know, Oregon State has Oregon. So, and they got Washington. So, you know, yep. this is these are teams that's kind of trying to spring themselves along, you know, quiet is kept. They wanted to keep going. And I don't think, um, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think they're doing divisions anymore. So it's going to be whoever the top two teams in the conference is so, playing, yeah. playing for, mm-hmm. you know, for conference, you know, for the for the conference championship, which ultimately this may be an eliminator because both of them already have one conference loss on the year. Yep. So whoever loses this one and knocks themselves down to two conference losses and the next person kind of just stays right there in the thick of it that's right behind USC and Oregon and Washington. Like I said, since those two teams are about to play each other, one of those are going to knock each other off. And, yep. and then you still got USC there. So this is obviously one of those games to where whoever win this can kind of be emerges that sleeper team to get on the inside track to maybe be the team that we didn't think about going to the Pac-12 championship. So um, even though it's close and they're kind of evenly ranked, you know what I'm saying? Technically, Oregon State is a favorite. I got to put them on upset alert. They are at mm-hmm. home, so they may. That's probably where that three points is hanging in there, that three and a half is hanging in there. But I wouldn't be surprised if UCLA pulled it out in consecutive weeks and, and got got an upset win for sure. Yeah. Like you said, and then, you know, like we talked about going into um, these games here now, man. Like I said, what, it's it's some there that's kind of there, but not there. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's some sneaky good games, man. So, um, first game we got on tap going into the ACC, which is a conference that we haven't talked much about, you know, mm-hmm. this year is kind of, yeah, you know, here and there. But we got um, number 25, Miami, who probably – I don't understand what in the hell they was thinking last week. They were they are they were a, a a dumbass play away from still being undefeated, and probably could have made this a, a even more better matchup here yep. against number two North Carolina, who is undefeated. Um, and it's funny. I know they sit there talking about all the different rules and what happened, how the refs ref that, and everything like that, and how maybe this. The, the Georgia State player might not have scored or did this and that, but I'm like, it was 25 seconds left and you ran the fucking ball instead of taking a knee. I, that, who fault is that? <laughs> what do we do? You know what I'm saying? What are we doing? Whose fault is that? that that's y'all fault, bruh, man. But. Bruh, I did. Bruh. I, he did the same thing at Oregon. He did the exact same thing at Oregon. They were up on Stanford. He ran the ball. They fumbled. They were, uh, Stanford was down by four. Take a knee. That's it. Don't have any timeouts. Bump the refs. Bump. He slid. He didn't really score. Bump all that. If you take a knee, the game is over. It's so over. we can you, you can miss me with all that stuff. Mario really? Cristobal blew the game. Blew it. And so to get into... My pick, because I I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off, but right. I'm picking North Carolina. I don't know if Miami can bounce back. I don't know if they bounce back from it. Uh, North Carolina's on the roll. Um, like I said, they're undefeated. They won some tight games. 
Um, Appalachian State plays them tough every year. They beat Appalachian State, um, but they play them tough every year. I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with North Carolina at home. I just wonder how Miami is going to respond after losing the way they lost last weekend because they should not have lost that game to Georgia Tech, and they did. They shouldn't have lost. The game was won, and they lost it. So, and it was lost. But I mean, it was lost before that. Obviously, that's the one glaring. That's the one glaring picture that we see is them not taking the knee and fumbling and, and all that stuff. But Miami also have four turnovers in the game. Like they didn't play a clean football game. They turned the ball over four times. So with all that being said, I think North Carolina will handle business. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Tar Heels. Yeah, I don't see how Miami recovers from that either. I think um I think Carolina gets up on them early. Um they they might have some fight in them, Miami, but yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think Carolina take care of business. I double digits. I say by ten, they'll take care of business. I'm gonna go okay. Carolina as well. I just mm-hmm. to lose a game like that, bro. I just don't see how you can. <laughs> I mean, it's tough. It's, it's tough to just kind of get back and want to get right into it and get ready for the next week, man. It's, especially when you, it's an opponent like this. In North mm-hmm. Carolina, who you know obviously is trying to fight for up there with Florida State to be in the picture of the, for the HCC championship. So, I I don't know, man. I, and I like Mario Cristobal as a coach, man, but I just don't understand how how you don't sit up there and your OC is calling that. I don't see how you sit up there and you tell him, man, bump all that, do what you're doing, take this knee, <laughs> like let's get this. We like you said, we didn't play a clean clean a clean game. Let's take this win. And get ready to the offensive the, the offensive line coach said it. There's a video of him saying, "Take a knee," and they kept calling whatever play they called. So, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you as the head coach, you gotta you you gotta make that executive decision. We're taking a knee. You can we can worry about running it next week. We, we got the game in <laughs> hand, bro. Bro, we got the game in hand, bro. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. So. Just for that, I just think that's gonna be tough. You know, they they may show some fight. I don't know, but um, mm-hmm. I'm rolling. I'm rolling with North Carolina, man. I think they get it done. Um, the next game we got here on tap, we got a uh, uh, a big rivalry game here. A big mm-hmm. rivals. Um, man, we got number ten USC who whew, talk about playing it close, man. They man every year, bro. They do yep. this. They they do oh, yeah. this every year. They mess around and play with a team that they ain't got no business to be on the same field as them with. And they just Yeah, yeah man. That's why it's man. tough for me to pick yeah. It's tough for me yeah, to pick man. them, man. Uh but yeah, going up to going up to South Bend, taking on that rivals, man, Notre Dame, uh, who got Mollywop up there in Louisville, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was yeah, it was bad. I know that's. I know we picked them last week, and they didn't. They didn't handle business at all, man. So Mm-mm. that's that's two losses for them. So I guess now I don't have to worry about them being into in the college football playoff and losing that game, like I said last week. So that's that's fine. But yeah, um, you know, big rivalry game here with USC. You just never know how that'll go. Um, man, who you got in this one? This, this is kind of tough to call, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, to this is this is a tough one. This is a tough one because. Notre Dame has lost two 
tough games. They've had two tough losses. They lost to Ohio State, and then obviously it was a rough night for Sam Hartman in that Notre Dame offense against Louisville last week. USC is coming in. I don't want to say limping, but they're coming in after surviving, barely surviving against um, Arizona. Oh, my gosh. I can't remember who they played last week. I think it was Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, against Arizona, Arizona coming over, yep, in three overtimes. Um, that was a Colorado play, Arizona State, almost Arizona State. Um, so that was, I mean, I think Notre Dame bounces back. I think USC plays better. I think the, the the can Notre Dame score touchdowns because Caleb Williams is going to do his thing. Caleb Williams, that Notre Dame defense is good, but can they score touchdowns? Because they're going to have to match touchdowns with touchdowns with that USC offense. They have to run the football, showing this game up, keep Caleb Williams on the sideline and punch the ball in the zone. If they can do that, they'll win this football game. Caleb Williams has been a magician all year. He's been making crazy throws all year. I think obviously South Bend is going to be rocking. I'm going to pick USC to win on the road. I think Notre Dame is going to play a whole lot better. I think Sam Hartman is going to play a whole lot better. Um, but I'm going to take Caleb Williams in that offense. I just don't know. I don't know if Notre Dame's offense can with can keep up. If this becomes a track meet, can they keep up with USC? That's the last thing they want is a track meet. But if it turns into that, can they go down and score with Caleb Williams? And, and I, don't, I don't know if that's the case. So I'm going to go USC. In a close one. I'm going to say USC in a close one. You talk about how Notre Dame may possibly need to, you know, run the ball, shorten the game, mm-hmm. you know, try to keep um, try to keep uh, USC from getting as many possessions as they can. I think they do that for about a quarter and a half. I think they'll be able to do it. The home okay. crowd is going to be rocking, everything like that. I, I, I don't – now, I wouldn't be surprised if USC jumped up 14 nothing, 14-3, or something like that. But I also wouldn't be surprised if it's just 10-7, 10-3, you know, 14-10. And it's kind of it's kind of close that first quarter and a half going into halftime. But I just think in the end, it's going to be too much Caleb Williams. Um, they'll find a way to get it going. Notre Dame has the potential to get like big plays and explosive plays. I just don't know if they can get enough of them, which is what they, like you said, is just something that they just can't do right now. And I just think that's something that USC knows how to do. Um, Granted, once again, like any Lincoln Riley team, I can't trust the defense, but yeah, I think, you know, once again, it's because they got Kayla Williams back there. They'll do just enough. They'll get the dub. I'm going to go with USC as well. And obviously, the biggest game that we got here on tap that everybody's probably going to be watching for the most part in college football because this is it's pretty much like a, it's a Pac-12 elimination game. It's a college football playoff elimination game, if you want to say that, you know, and everything like that. But it's, it's big, man. We got Oregon. Eighth rank Oregon going up to uh, Seattle 
playing seven ranked Washington. Um, this was a hell of a game last year. Yeah, um, this was a hell of a game last year, and I think uh, I think what the, what changed was I know Bo Nix got hurt and he went out for a play or two, and I think they went for it. Oregon went for it like on fourth and two from their own like forty. It was like their own territory, and the, either the quarterback or the running back like slipped or something like that. I yeah. can't I can't yeah, remember yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what happened. And obviously Washington came in and and, and got the big win, man. Um, Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr., both guys are having Heisman-like seasons. This is, yeah. you know, to, to put it as best as you can. Um, that one, like I said, last year's game was very entertaining. A, a, a lot of points put up on the board. What you think going to happen in this one? More points. Points, 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 points. Now, we're going to talk about these offenses. You brought up Bo Nix, you brought up Michael Penix. Oregon's defense has only given up 153 yards passing and 102 yards rushing. Oregon's defense is playing lights out ball. Now, they haven't played an offense and a quarterback like Michael Penix in this Washington offense. In that environment, that's going to be a hostile environment on Saturday. Um, they're going to be rocking. And it's a, I mean, you got this rivalry game. You got border states. Everything that goes into it, like you said, this is this is a de facto eliminator. Whoever loses this one, probably not going to be able to play for a Pac-12 championship. Probably not going to be in the college football playoff hunt after this. You're going to need some help. I'll put it like that. You'll need some help. Yeah. I'm going to pick Washington just because – I want to see something different. I want to see something different. We've seen Oregon in the limelight a lot. We've seen Oregon in the playoff. We've seen Washington in the playoff. But I think that Oregon gets a lot of love because of the allure of Oregon and what they've been over the last decade since the Chip Chip Kelly era and uh, the uniforms of this, that, and the third. I think Washington – might feel a little slighted. They're a three-point favorite, but if I'm watching, if I'm those coaches, if I'm those players, I would feel like we're the underdog. I don't know how many people are actually picking Washington in this ballgame because how many people actually watch Washington play? How many How many people actually watch Washington outside of the people in Seattle, their fans, and that West Coast? So I'm going to pick Washington. I think Washington will be able to score and score in bunches. I think they'll put points up on the board. I think their defense gets a couple stops. I think that crowd being rowdy and ruckus, I think that'll affect, um, have an effect on Bo Nix and that Oregon offense. I think this is going to be a shootout, though. I think this is going to be a shootout. I think there's going to be a lot of points. I don't know what the over-under is, but I will take the over, depending on what, what we're looking at. I'll take the over on it. I'm going to go Washington to win at home, and uh, they'll send Oregon back back home with, a, with one loss. Man, I, I ain't going to lie. I've been going back and forth on this one. Probably, probably, probably more back and forth on this one than I did with uh, with USC Notre Dame, just because I'm. Just, mm-hmm. I really don't, you know. what I'm saying I really don't know. Yeah. By the way, the by the way, the over under is sixty seven. I might. I'm. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. I don't know. Ooh. 
That's tough. I had to yeah. I had to rethink that. But that's a lot, that's of, a lot of points. Sixty seven is a lot. If you said fifty, if you said like fifty four, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'll take or that. Or if if it was or if it was or if it was at if it was at sixty, you I think might, you'd take the over? Just because because Texas Oklahoma last week was at sixty and they got sixty four. Okay, so. If it if it was between like sixty sixty three, I make the sixty seven. Yeah. That's a lot of the, points. The biggest slap in the face for this game would be if if the final score was like twenty one seventeen. For all the talk about the offense and the quarterback, <laughs> if it was like a twenty one seventeen game, he'd be like, "You got to be uh, are we for real? What what are we doing?" I don't know. I don't know if I'd be too upset about that though. I mean, it'd be a good football game, but you yeah. like you think about all the fireworks that's supposed all the, uh, to. Yeah, yeah that's supposed and it to be happening. Happen. Yeah, it don't happen. But um, I'm gonna roll with Oregon. I'm gonna roll with Oregon. I think um, I think they know that they let that one last year get away from them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably even a bad taste in their mouth. I'm pretty sure they had this one circled. I mean, yep. I know they, I know they take it one game at a time, but I know for a fact they, they figured, man, if we get to this game and we don't have no hiccup and we get here and we undefeated, and they undefeated, it's gonna be a heavyweight bout. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a, you know, what I'm saying, just, just a, a full on drag down, full fledged back and forth. I, I'm with you. I think it's gonna be a shootout too, and it's yep. probably gonna have to end up coming up into which defense can make a stop. And I just think just because of, granted, like you said, this is gonna be the best offense. Washington is probably, I mean, not Washington, Oregon has faced all year. And let's just be real. But both both teams coming off a of bye week, so they're real rested, real prepared. Mm-hmm. It's just matched up for them to, you know, to get ready like this. But I think I think Oregon's defense may just do just enough. Okay. And, you know, and, and it may not necessarily be a, a, a turnover. I mean, maybe forcing two punts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoever can probably force a couple punts here. That could be ultimately the difference, you know. I don't, I don't yeah. think that they're gonna completely just shut down Michael Penix because I mean he's on he's on a roll. That offense is on a roll. Same thing with Oregon, you know. I don't think, um, I don't think Washington's defense was just necessarily slow down Bo Nix, but there's gonna be a crucial moment where somebody has to make a play. Yeah, and I think it'll end up having to be somebody on defense to have to make a play for him. And I, I'm gonna go with Oregon. I think they do it. They get their revenge, get that get that bad taste out of their mouth. And I think Oregon uh, comes into Seattle and, and exact their revenge, and they come out Royal Warriors on top. Man, that's I think that's the first one. We, 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 yeah, that's yeah, the first yeah. one. Okay, cool. So now I. I feel better. For this week, that's the yeah. first one, yeah. Yeah. For this week, that's yeah. the first one. I, f- I feel better. I feel better, mm-hmm. man, for sure. But, man, I, I can't wait, though. It's going to be a lot of a lot of good games, man, on tap, though. Man, as we get ready here to wrap up uh, another episode, man, you got anything you want to um, say to the people out here? Quick update. Nick Castellanos just hit his second home run, so it's it's three to one. Three to one right now, bottom of the six, two outs. Mm. Two outs. But bottom of the six, now it's three to one. Um same same as always. Always always stay healthy. Take care of yourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all those good things. Check in on your loved ones. Talk to them. Someone crosses your mind, hit them up, shoot the text, give them a call, whatever it is. Continue to support the podcast. 
And right now, the way I'm feeling, I don't know. This somebody got to take check care. in on you. Somebody yeah, got to check you know in on you. Just, <laughs> but yeah, on the on the serious note, yeah, just continue to live. You know, live in live in what your purpose is. Continue to figure out and find what your purpose is. Um, if you haven't found it yet, uh, keep striving for greatness. That's it. Man, yeah, same for me as always. Of course, you know, protect yourselves, man. Continue to do, do what y'all need to do out here, man. You know, season's changing. There's a lot of times where you, you know what I'm saying, get sick, flu, Start getting colds, the sniffles and all that, yeah. All that, man, for sure. Man, for real, man. My mom, my, my, my boss lady dealing with bronchitis, man, for real. It's, it's, she went on she went on vacation and got sick. Yeah, you know how us man, yeah. Came back, came back. <laughs> man, I know she was hot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So definitely, man, as these seasons are changing, just, you know, get ready for all that, man. you know, just continue to protect ourselves, you know, and everything mm-hmm. like that, man. Like saying, like you said, yeah, I'll check in on your people, you know what I'm saying? Make sure they straight, make sure you straight. Uh, you know what I'm saying, with your with your mental, physical, you know, everything, man. Make sure that's all good. Like always, continue to support the podcast, man. Follow us on the social medias. Um, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We appreciate all the love and um, all the views and everything like that. Um, the, the the more we keep seeing that, obviously, the more we're going to want to keep doing this, man. So, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the real motivation in this, for real, for real. So, um, we, we, we definitely appreciate that. Um, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. No means no. No means no. no. Like I said last week, man, it's the week full effect <laughs> homecoming season. I got the dates mm-hmm. wrong. I thought TSU homecoming was this past weekend. It's this upcoming weekend okay. coming up. But okay. Yeah, man. Just wherever y'all at, whoever got homecoming seasons up this weekend, upcoming weekends, the rest of the, you know, following a few weeks, man, it's just for sure. Hey, hey, make sure all the I's is dotted and the T's is crossed, man. It's just That's it. really no, no other way to put it, man. Um, uh, like I said again, of course, follow us on all the socials. Um, you know, like, share the post, and everything like that, man. If there's anything y'all want us to discuss about, to have like a, a special episode for, or anything like that, I mean, we always open to it. We ain't, we ain't never really mm-hmm. turning down nothing that anybody want us to, you know, to, to talk about, um, and everything like that, man. So, of course, you know, just, just, just. Continue to look, look, look in, tap in with us, man, and everything like that. Uh, special, special shout out, happy early birthday to the little one, to Naomi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her birthday gonna be this Monday. Uh, yeah, she gonna be three, dog. <laughs> crazy, that's crazy. Oh my gosh, bro. That, man, that's wild. <laughs> you made it past she, terrible two. Uh, honestly, bro, I think three is worse. Think they're gonna be worse. I think three is worse, bro. Cause you know now you said she did solid. At, you said she did solid at the MT game, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she she did, she, she did. did but man, I'm I'm talking about as far as like attitude go, bro. I think it's worse. Yeah, it's, it's, it's starting to it's sure. starting to come through, bro. It's starting to come through. We're gonna off air. We'll talk some more about that because that right, that'll right. be a whole another episode right there about <laughs> about Naomi. Right. So I'm a yeah. I'm a just, what the DB's doing now, 
I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just yeah, leave. I'm gonna just leave it at that. I'm gonna just leave it at that, man. But nah, for sure, man. We 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 appreciate the support and we love it, man. Um, until the next time, this has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.